Hey guys, welcome back to the Hole in One Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bull. Thanks very much for listening. Please do remember to reach out with suggestions for guests to keep sharing uh, some great stories on the podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Ema McManus from Limerick in Ireland. Um, Ema is a golfer and also the founder or and director of the Digital Works Media Agency based in London. Ema tells me how she has recently rediscovered her love of golf after living the game and building her swing while she was growing up. Um, she also played field hockey and other Irish sports. Um, later on, Ema injured her knee badly whilst deadlifting in a gym, and she has since managed to rehabilitate her knee and start playing golf again. Ema shares stories from playing Irish schools golf and also playing with her sister and also joining in with 120 other players at Random Golf Club. Um, Ema also explains the importance of having a golf buddy like her friend Jasmine while starting out. Um, Ema also tells me how she plans to focus more on golf moving forward um, after founding her company at the age of 24. And she shares some incredible insights from the global tournaments uh, that her company has worked on, as well as the upcoming Irish Women's Open. Ema plans to play much more golf going forward and uh, also share her journey online, as well as uh, her great trick shots. And she really wants to encourage more women uh, to play golf. Thanks very much for being a great guest, Ema, and I'm really excited to follow your journey. Hey, Ema, thanks so much for joining me. I uh, really appreciate you um, jumping on the podcast. Uh, it's great great to finally, uh, you know, uh, talk to you. Um, how's things with you? Like, what, do you, what have you been up to? And Thanks, Jack. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. What have I been up to? Um, a lot, actually, in the last couple of months. Um, I have an agency in London, and we have been working across a couple of really exciting golf events. Um, so that's pretty much been my focus for the right. last couple of months. Um, it started with the JP McManus Pro-Am in July, which we ran all the socials and digital for. Uh, we were building up to that, though, for three years, which was which was which was a very it felt like a very very long wait but then when it when it came around it it absolutely flew and it was amazing and now we're focused on the women's irish open in ireland um so that event is an let event and it's coming back to ireland uh-huh. for the first time in 10 years yeah so it's really exciting and we're sort of doing the same that we did for the pro-am like running all the online comms all the media elements of it as well which is which is fun so like how did you first get started in in golf then you know like were you originally obviously a golfer and growing up and stuff yeah I was um how I actually started is it's it's an interesting story so it was my auntie's 50th birthday in in back in Ireland and we all took this big family trip I think I was like 12 or 13 down to a place called Waterville in Kerry and uh, it's a Lynx course down there and I never actually golf club and we were staying like very near a driving range and everybody decided they were going to go play like scrambles um like across our family and I had never played so what they did was they just booked me in for an hour with a pro called Mark Murphy who I think now is based in America and I did an hour or two with Mark and he sort of taught me how to swing the club and hit the ball and then I played my first round of golf the next day um, in a scramble and that's and that's how it really started and I played from when I was about yeah I think it was 13 I played junior golf up till I was 17 and then I actually moved and I focused on playing field hockey and I played field hockey for a couple of years and then I only started playing golf again when I was about 27 um so I gave up for about 10 years I played like sporadically but I picked it up again when I was 27 then I actually had a very bad knee injury and I had to have surgery and rehab for 12 months um so really I'm only back playing like the last nine months but that's really how like 
I fell back into the golf industry and, and obviously my love for the sport like that that never left and now like my whole career focus will be based around golf going forward what from now on so you've you've, you've only been playing less than a back playing less than a year of you and yeah that's amazing so like, cause... probably well probably across the two years because even when mm. before I had my knee surgery I actually kept playing golf and like I remember going right. to the range and I would wonder balls and I would be in absolute agony but I just wanted to get my swing back because I was lucky enough to have a coach when I was probably 13 to 17 like I had this amazing coach called Noel Cassidy and he really built my swing for me and I just never forgot I never forgot how to swing the club playing field hockey as well it was the same thing um and I played look I played the odd round in my 20s but really now I'm taking golf very seriously in the last I'd say in the last yeah 12 months that's incredible that you get that you weren't able to play for a long time and then you picked it up so quickly because like clearly you can tell you're obviously a good golfer you know because like I've been watching following you on the YouTube channels and stuff there which we'll talk about later but um yeah you could tell that you you look like you've had a bit of coaching and stuff and you know you hit the ball well and but I didn't realize you were gonna say oh I haven't played much in the last 10 years yeah I I to be honest I'm so lucky Jack and the fact that like my my muscle memory like it never left Mm. me and actually now as an adult like I still watched golf over the years and you know, okay, you learn by doing, you progress by doing, but I spent a good couple of years, especially when I was doing my rehab, just like watching golf all the time, being like, okay, so let's get the fundamentals again. And my swing, it just came back to me. I Like, like I that, don't know. Yeah. yeah, it literally <laughs> just came back to me. Like I, I actually haven't had a lesson in 12 years. Wow. So I'm due one. Yeah, I haven't had a putting <laughs> lesson. I haven't had a swing lesson. I haven't had anything because I really want to go back to my old coach, but I don't know does he coach anymore. So I'm going to make contact with him. Oh, nice. So, yeah. like, was was that injury related to because you played a lot of hockey or and other sports, or was that just unrelated to? I think yes. I played a lot. Of, like, I played a yeah. lot of sports growing up. I played soccer. I played Irish sports called camogie and football and it's it's sort of like Aussie rules Gaelic football and um I was actually weightlifting in the gym and I was doing a deadlift and and now I was with a trainer but wow. we were just going for the PB and I remember it was the last day of a 12-week training block and yeah. I went for it and I shouldn't have gone mm. I shouldn't have gone for what I went for the weight and I I jerked my knee and then I ended up with two like really severe meniscus tears tried to rehab them for like maybe nine months kept having setback after setback like not being able to walk for a week at a time and then I only had the surgery I only had the surgery at the end of January this year and I went back playing golf in in May well that's so cool I mean uh, you obviously hear a lot about um the Irish sports you know and guys like uh, Paul, Paul McGinley he played a lot of the Irish sports and got a lot of it it sounds like they're pretty dangerous you know with injuries they are they are and in Ireland like I think there's a mentality you ha- you just have to be so tough like everything mm. is every sport is tough women are tough men yep. are tough who play sports and and actually that's that was it was my own fault you know this like trying to lift this heavy weight I, I was thought I was ready for it. and what's funny is the day I I did that the next yep. day I was flying I was flying back to London because on the Monday I was going to start training to do the London marathon so it just yeah so it just all my plans got put up in the air so I will never do a marathon but I'll do a half maybe once yeah. once my knee is it's, it's interesting like it because so you hear people having knee, knee surgeries and stuff and then they go and play golf and I would have thought golf that puts a lot of pressure on your knees but I guess it's just it's just better than doing those contact sports is it and 
it is look jack i still play and i by the by the mm. 18th hole like my knee is it would be quite sore but yeah. it's all about rehab like even for if i could give any advice to people who aren't injured especially when you're playing golf do like do focus on the exercises like you know mm. every second day even before you go out and hit balls knee mobility hip mobility right. like i i've just learned the hard way so like i've really strengthened my legs now like massively but my knee will never be right i will still by the 18th hole i will still always be in pain but i don't mind that it's fine you can live with that so how did you get to the point where where like now you're you've just mentioned before um that you're, you're going to start playing a lot again um you know and focusing in on golf which is which is awesome because you know we all want to play more golf and focus more on golf it's like how did you get to that point over the last few years like what's made that shift and good question so i i live in london and what I did was I, I didn't have any golf friends here. And right. when I was trying to build my company over the oh. years, I just didn't even really play golf. I didn't actually have time to do it. Yeah. I just thought I need to work all the time, which is actually the wrong mentality to have. Um, so I set up a golf Instagram account and I just started like following yeah. people. And I ended up making like loads of friends and being invited <laughs> like to a driving range to hit balls and oh, cool. like just sort of snowballed from that. Yeah. Like I just started making golf videos and then all of a sudden... I have so many golf friends now I go play like after this after this podcast I'm going playing golf with my friend Jasmine and like in Ireland there's so few women that play golf and that's one of the reasons as well why uh, I'm doing what I'm doing now like I'm focusing yeah. social media on trying to make show that golf is super accessible because yeah. in Ireland it's still probably 98% male so oh, really? wow. so reason I'm going, yeah so the reason I'm going to keep playing and and focusing on it is because it's so much fun it's so relaxing mm. like you get out for it's just a walk and a chat with your friends you have a bit of a laugh eat you know what I also love about golf jack and I'm sure you probably get this too like even just going into the clubhouse either having a cup of tea or a coffee or a beer yeah. after a round of golf isn't that one of the most amazing feelings it is it is good yeah it's, it's definitely part part of why you you know that social aspect isn't it and that's that's why like I'd, I'd be really like a, it's great doing say a podcast or something because you kind of you know you get to meet someone and have a chat about golf so like obviously in you know lockdowns and stuff that wasn't possible so that's why people went online a lot more and yeah no definitely the social aspect and even playing with new people isn't it and yeah. golfers just love playing with different people and making friends and contacts and stuff and like I think with golf the difference when you meet people in like a business aspect is there's always an agenda but when you play yeah. golf, you know agenda. You're just no, to totally. Yeah, I know. It's 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 a no. whole different thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. So did you did you get involved, or you played with random golf club as well, have you? Which is just random people meeting and playing, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. So that actually that was again my friend Jasmine who recommended that yeah. um I just go to this random golf club event, and it was actually the one where Rick Shields. And Eric Anders Lang yeah. did the, the 120 people meet up. So we oh, actually wow. went and we played with 120 people playing each hole. And it wow. was, oh, oh my gosh. And 120 people played every hole. Yeah, it was actually, That's sorry, insane. 130. Yeah, wow. and how it worked was, the first hole, so we, yeah, so we played in the golf course up in North London. And it was the it was a par three in the first hole. And ev literally everybody took the tee shot on the par three to the green. And like, you have like 10 yeah. people hitting at once. And like, and then 
whoever had like the closest to the pin, like yeah. maybe the top 20, they put it. But then what you did for the rest of the nine holes was you would alternate shots. So I would take a drive and then my playing partner, Jasmine, would take the second shot and I'd take the third. So you have like balls flying everywhere and like yeah wow. and, and nobody nobody got hit and eric and rick made it so fun and like it, nobody was in like big fancy golf clothes or like it was yeah just, eric's, eric's pretty uh, cool isn't he like he's he's yeah. cool how he's it's amazing how he's opened up that uh, random massively. golf club to people and massively and then like you know i've been to other meetups as well like i went to one a couple of weeks ago with greenwich and then you start sort of seeing the same people and then yep. it's like nice because then you like consider them your friends and you, <laughs> you feel confident then to go up yep. to people. But like it's just so welcoming. And interestingly, at the, the the huge meetup, the 130 people meetup, myself and Jasmine were the only two women there. But we didn't wow. even feel it. Yeah. But like it was just I don't really see that divide. I don't know why. I just I never have seen this male and female divide. I, I know that maybe other women, maybe if they were beginners in golf. Sorry, there was one other lady there. Um, she wasn't playing the full the full round yeah. though. I don't see that, but I'm sure it would be intimidating for somebody who who hasn't played golf as long or anything like that just to be like one of the only females. But I just thought it was such a laugh and loved it. I think that is one of the hard things about people trying to get into golf. You know, it's just the starting off, isn't it? And not knowing people and like you say, just a bit nervous and stuff. But if you go to a meetup like that where everyone's sort of new and friendly, then that takes that's away it. all that stuff. You know, it really does. And like, that's the thing about golf like when you're starting out as well if you are starting mm. out like find a buddy to play with because what I find is that okay so like I would have a lower handicap than say like I don't know whatever the average handicap would be and so like so I play F6 okay so if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna go play around with like my friend or my boyfriend even who's a beginner or you know sometimes it's very intimidating when you're mm. playing and you're a beginner and you're playing with somebody oh, it is totally, yeah. for seven years you know and and so i again I played other sports and stuff too like because you get some guys who've never played any because if you have played sports it, it is an advantage obviously isn't it because you've it got is. some ability some sporting ability but it is it is and mm. that's the thing so like i think if anybody's starting out like get a body and then also it's all about trusting the process this takes a long time yeah but like it's like <laughs> how to ride a bike once you know the fundamentals, you can't unlearn it. This is the thing. Golf is a sport I really don't believe you can unlearn. Once you have it, yeah. you have it, and then you can get better. No, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of um, kind of science behind that as well, isn't there? That, you know, once you've done X amount of hours, isn't it? You basically just never lose that, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like riding a bike. So I guess, so like the bug has sort of come back to you now then, is it? And you've decided you want to do even more with golf now yeah I think it was working in the pro-am that mm. sort of sparked something in me a couple of months ago and I was like okay so I absolutely love this like it does not feel like work and don't get me wrong wow. I love all of the work I've done I have you know had amazing experience over the last couple of years working with so many different brands in different countries and I've traveled so much with work and now I just I think that golf really is my passion in life and it it's 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 what I do it's what I you know it's I do it on my weekends I do it for my job and <laughs> it's not that it's solely taking over my life but it's 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 a job but it's also an outlet and so you're getting the, the two in one now nothing is as glamorous as it ever looks you know in real life um but 
yeah the shift now like that I'm going to make into the golf industry is is very exciting for me because also I can see like a thirst for it and I can see yeah. that so many more women in particular do they, they want to start and they just need to know where to start and so hopefully with my channels I'm mm. going to do that and then you know the experience I carry from working on all the events or like working with some players I can also then bring that back onto my own socials and share my knowledge in that as well oh that's amazing yeah because like you say there's you've got we I think you mentioned you know like Rick Shields or those kind of guys that's that's great but um you know there's 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 really definitely room for a lot more of these kind of um female golf guys like yourself and so like are you able to tell me a little bit about like you're a director of a media agency that you started you know which is which is awesome like what work did you guys do that got you involved in golf and stuff like that and are you able to just sort of give me some uh, insights into that yeah 100 percent. so i started my business when i was 25 well actually i started it when i was 24 yeah um but i didn't actually get any clients until i was 25 like i said i was starting a company and i didn't (laughs) know what i was doing i hadn't registered like a business anything like that so but it was all with the like the backing of my parents like i was living in ireland and I had spent, done a couple of years work experience at an agency in London, went yep. back to Ireland. And then my parents literally put me on a flight and they were like, you can go do this. And wow. so, yeah, so I don't like it started off with one client food and drink. Like we started off doing a lot of food and drink and everything. Like I just bootstrapped the whole thing. So like everything just, just grew organically and yep. exponentially. And I ended up then, you know, hiring and hiring and hiring. And like we work across sports, food and drink, crypto, property as well as one. Like, so we do like social media, we do branding, design, events. And when the opportunity to pitch for the Pro-Am came up, it was actually just a phone call I got because I was a golfer and because we were doing some sports marketing. Um, they just explained that they were looking for an agency to support with the socials. And so are you, is so this, yeah, are you yeah. talking about the JP man as pro am you? Sorry. Yes. The, the pro am. Yeah, no, cause like I've, I have, I have obviously I've heard of it. Like it's the biggest pro am in the world, but I thought that's what you meant. Yeah. So that was actually a really like an interesting one for us because when it came up, I remember like, you know, of course I knew it was being planned and I was like, Oh God, imagine working on that. <laughs> oh my god and I, I think just anyone would love to just go there or work on it you know yeah this looks incredible and I remember getting the call and yeah by by a specific person who I owe so much to and we had to like we did a huge like I remember we did like a 40 page or pitch document wow. as to why we were the right people for it and like like me and the team we spent like a whole weekend in the office being like okay so this is how we'll announce players yeah. This is how we'll sell tickets. And we basically created the campaign in a couple of days yeah. and sent it to them. And then they just went for it straight away, which was great. And then we took over the socials and then we just rolled out the strategy of like mm-hmm. announcing players. But how we did it was, I think, really clever because we started building up a bit of an audience and like we had an ads budget. So we put stuff into ads and like we would like because Ireland is quite small and Limerick is a small is a, is a small place and I'm from Limerick. I sort of knew like, okay, local media will tap into yeah. this. Like okay, then more more regional will 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 be able to get the word out there very quickly, especially because you know we all have contacts. And we so we started actually like cutting out images of the players and then blanking them all. And then we started getting people to guess who was playing Oham. And this ended <laughs> up cool. absolutely like snowballing. You can't even imagine. Like we ended up, we did it for like, we might've done it for Dustin Johnson and Niall Horn when we were announcing them. So like we would literally get like 
shots of them hitting the ball, but then we would blank the whole thing out so people would only see a silhouette. So you had, like we ended up having thousands of guesses. And then the minute we actually revealed it, we would say, okay, in seven days time, we're going to reveal this exact name, but can anybody guess who it is? You might get a set of tickets, whatever it is. And then we would announce the player and then all of a sudden, 500 tickets sold. Then it's like, okay, so wow. 700 tickets sold. And then we started like, okay, the bigger the names got. People knew Tiger Woods was coming anyway. But like, then we would get like Brooks Kepka, uh, Rory, um, wow. Shane Larry, the Irish lads, um, Justin Thomas, jo- Jordan Spieth. So like every time we would get people to guess, people are like, how on earth are like these huge major champions coming over to this event? And w- w- it got to a stage where we started like tearing the announcements because we would announce the celeb and then we would announce the <laughs> The player but we just we did it in such a tactical way that we sold thirty thousand. we sold we there was five thousand tickets sold when we started and it sold out the thirty five thousand tickets in seven weeks and this was two years before the event two years before wow that's yeah. ridiculous yeah. yeah it was amazing now actually covid covid postponed it by two years as well so we yeah. probably ended up probably realistically a year but then it ended up being two or three i can't remember it's all a blur that's an amazing event to um to work on and be a part of i mean that's that's like incredible is it really um it was just a like dream a major come tournament. true mm. it was it honestly it was a dream come true for me that's when i was like oh my god like i've worked so hard you know in in my career and to have the honor and the fact that they put the trust into us to deliver everything that you saw online at on those channels specifically that was amazing for us and even I remember I, I spoke to somebody on the team and Tiger you know wasn't confirmed because of his unfortunate accident, yeah, his accident yeah. so he was he, he so he was essentially not playing golf and he was pulled out and I remember this actually gives me goosebumps <laughs> and I said it to the person who told me so she rang me up and she said I have some news for you and she said Tiger's going to play in the pro-am like actually get goosebumps and I remember being like we are the only people that know this news yeah. <laughs> like I know that this is a month before the pro-am there's 40,000 people probably coming 35 40k whatever it ended up being and people still don't think Tiger's coming because they know that he's not playing golfer and I remember being like I am the person who gets to post on all the social media channels tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. announcing to the whole country, the whole country, and that the world. Tiger Woods <laughs> to play and the world. It like it, literally the world because like it, it actually makes the hair in my body stand up because I remember being like, I cannot believe I get <laughs> to press button and deliver this news. Yeah, and the news. minute it went live on like Twitter, yep. Instagram, Facebook, it it exploded Mm. like i mean it was on the golf channel it could have been on nbc like it was on every national news out in it was huge news yeah because i remember seeing that as well and thinking wow you know how cool is that like just seeing him playing there i was the one who got to press the button to go (laughs) tweet instagram yeah so that was i remember saying to her this is probably the the highlight of my career and like yeah wow this story so now i'm actually getting to tell it to you so yeah, I just I'll never forget it. I didn't even sleep the whole night because the the news like it was even all over TikTok and like yeah, it was mad and and obviously like the PR team as well who worked on who worked on a DMC they were amazing and then they rolled out like the press release the press release the same time as we did like the yeah. Instagram post the tweets and yeah, it was just it was mad it was mad. 
Wow, that's yeah, that's a pretty insane kind of career moment being in charge of something like that. That announcement, the biggest announcement. Yeah, God, I do know. I haven't thought about that in a couple of weeks, and now Mm. that's just coming back (laughs) to me. Yeah, that was amazing. It was amazing to see. Well, it's great to see him playing, you know, anywhere really. But you know, to go over to Ireland like that—that's that's unbelievable. Like, um, so did you did you get to like play as well, or or do it, or were you just no, really just working? No, no, all work. Yeah, all yep. work and no play. No, to be honest, like you Too know, busy. I think that yeah, it's such a career opportunity yep, totally. for me that it, that would that the playing never would have even crossed my mind if I had the chance. To, yep. So no, it. So, I mean, besides that amazing event, you, you've you also been involved with the Irish the Irish Women's Open, is it? On the yeah, LET? So, um, exactly. So the women's, the KPMG Women's Irish Open is coming back to Ireland after 10 years of, of not oh. running. And interestingly, it's on in a place called Dromolan Castle, which is like another amazing five-star resort. Yeah. Only like 25 minutes from Adair Manor, coincidentally, where the, <laughs> where the, where the JP Pro-Am was. Yeah. Um, and so they're going to host it for the next three years. And so what we're doing again is like all the comms for it. Um, so like what I'm responsible for is basically like leading on rolling out all of the strategic communications from all the channels, all the player announcements, the partnerships. And then, you know, on the day we're going to be doing working closely with the LET and, you know, those guys are going to be on the ground getting all the content of the shots, you know, like any other golf event. But yeah, yeah it's just so exciting for Ireland and especially like the the Midwest because it's um there's just so much investment going into like the local area and there's such excitement and again there's such a thirst for golf like people are so excited about a ladies golf event whereas 10 years ago would you have had that excitement I don't think so yeah I mean um there was the British Open a couple of years ago wasn't it I know um Shane Lowry actually won it to me so that was unbelievable like you know you couldn't have written a better script there um but like the um the fans there and the crowds were just insane when they you know it was like absolutely packed yeah yeah so it's it's amazing really I like I know I I always think Ireland is a really big golf country and so from what you're saying the women's game is is still developing a lot long way to go there is it in terms of developing definitely a long way to go however since the likes of you know Leona McGuire really put Ireland on the map for golf um like she's an unbelievable talent and a great ambassador for the country and in the last two years, Jack, like there's such a shift and there's so much investment going into the Get Into Golf programs. Yeah. Like Golf Ireland have an app now that they have. Uh-huh. You know, there's some like, there's even like some celebrities and like big influencers like taking beginner golf lessons and documenting the journey. So that's great wow. to see as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, previously I've, um, I've spoken to an author called Tom Coyne. He's quite a, quite a well-known author and he is like a really well-known golf author. And um, his his first book or his one of his first books, sorry, I think I can't remember if it was like his third book, but he basically walked wow. the whole of Ireland. So it's called a, a golf course called Ireland. He walked around the, the, the coast and played all the golf courses along the way he actually he goes i think that. he's there all the time but um that's that's a really interesting book and then he's done like scotland and america and but yeah he's uh he's done a lot for irish golf i think so yeah check check him out uh, he's thanks Great yeah he's um yeah obviously he's got like he's on a podcast and stuff and he writes for the golfers journal and they're always in ireland they're always talking about ireland yeah. irish golf i like everyone yeah. is to be honest but yeah no that's awesome so the irish um ladies that will that will be brilliant um so is that is that quite a big event for L E T? And like will it be you know all the best players and stuff like that? And 
it is it's there, there's there's a couple of like in terms of the lineup it is it is it is very strong like you've got Katrina Matthew who's actually the the last winner course, of the yeah, event yeah. um oh, wow. you've got the likes of Lynn Grant Leanne yep. Pace Leona <laughs> McGuire so uh yeah the lineup is fairly strong and like you know this is the first year of it being back so I would imagine it's going to grow you yep. know over the next two years but right now the field is very very strong in terms of European golfers yeah, no, that's incredible. Um, so like you're working on this event, um, will you be working on more events in future, or are you gonna see? Do you see yourself transitioning more into some, you know, other other things, uh, like outside of your, you know, current media stuff that you do with your current company? Um, hopefully work on more events. Yeah. I absolutely love them. Um, I also work with um a management company called JMC. They like, yeah, they're like a new um player management company they're awesome they have a couple of really good players and a couple of really talented up-and-coming players like like there's two lads on the challenge tour tom mckibben and john murphy two irish guys and they're really yeah. making waves of that so so i work with jmc oh, cool. um just like putting on the marketing and stuff which is cool um so yeah so hopefully like look more events more you know management pieces as well more consulting um I don't know what the future holds, but right now I know that my current future is that the Women's Irish Open is on in two weeks, <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm focused on. So, like, how how do you actually do like all of the media for that? Then, so you know, are you going to be working on the socials? You know, like Instagram and yeah. So Facebook my team and... exactly. So yeah. um, I have like my team at DW will all manage it together. Yeah. Um, so we all have like specific individual roles. Like we've got like two designers who will yeah. do all of the design pieces we've got a video editor who's ready then on the ground to like edit all the content when it comes through a uh, copywriter then mm -hmm. we've got somebody tracking the scores um so it, it's like it takes a mini army to do yeah. and you've got somebody as well just like checking the dms and you know <laughs> resharing retweeting things yeah. um yeah it's all kicking off yeah i guess i've always wondered how um who who's sort of behind all those you know social media stuff or events and that so that's a very good point it literally takes a whole, team. whole team like yeah. you know on the outside people like when i started my company people just thought i sent like random tweets for a living they're like oh yeah she's tweets but like oh no there is so much that goes on behind the scenes like we have already we're two weeks out and we've already mapped out exactly how each day is going to run by wow. the hour in terms of like what we're sharing yeah yeah, well, that's incredible. So, like, what what are the so basically you you've got sporting events, you know, like the uh, this women's LET event, um, the program we talked about, um, like what other stuff does your company do? You know, like other events and stuff outside of golf, I guess. So we do um a, a bit in crypto and blockchain. Yep. Um, because I I find that interest industry, sorry, really interesting. It is going to be the future. Yeah. Like we learn so much doing that. We do like we do food and drink as well. We work with some very cool international food food brands. Um, so it really is a mixed bag. And the reason actually, you know, over the last couple of years, especially for my team, I did niche was because like we have learned so much from multiple sectors, and like you can take like disciplines and principles from one sector and bring it to the other. Right, wow, cool. like, yeah, and like it just keeps everything interesting. And like we always crack a joke like amongst ourselves <laughs> that we probably do quite well in a pub quiz. Because we've so much random knowledge from like tech, property, crypto, golf, rugby, food, vegan brands, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, like, you know, you don't Im immediately see the connection between, say, crypto and then, I don't know, a golf event. But like your sort of playbook your, that you guys run, um, you can, can you just cross that over to, across different industries? And 
yeah yeah definitely and and now going forward just in 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 you know in the business and in my career like I will just be focusing on the golf stuff because oh, wow, cool. that is my passion and it makes me most happy and yeah I'm really excited about the future of golf in general because as a whole the game is growing like yeah. it's growing all the time and you know COVID was a really bad time for everyone for business everything however it was a good time to actually showcase what golf can yeah, bring totally. to people so yeah I'm, I'm look I'm really excited about there that. was a big uplift really in got in the number of people just trying golf wasn't there because there a lot of stuff for like say was shut down so they couldn't and the golf course might have been open so then guys went and try, tried golf and got into it and then I like we're online watching videos and stuff like that and yeah yeah when did you start playing when did I start playing and yeah no it was, I, I pretty much played my whole life to be honest uh yeah probably when I was yeah so I could join I was allowed to join a golf club like when I was like 10 because I think that was the the youngest age and then before that I would just had a little back in the day it was like you know a little cut down club like oh yeah I got my nephew one (laughs) I got my nephew a little cut down putter when he was like three and I I don't know what he's doing to be honest the earlier yeah so that's all you need isn't it you give a kid a a club a little cut down club and just so they have a hit in the garden or and then you know copy the adults and stuff so that was me for like the first few years just hitting around the garden and stuff and uh yeah so I was quite lucky really because like my dad yeah my dad played but I guess if if you don't have someone in your family playing then it's not always that easy to sort of get involved as it with golf. Well, it wasn't before I think it's getting better that's actually so true because my sister took up golf about five or six years ago and like our lives together like have changed so much like she's become such a good golfer and like <laughs> she started golf like you know when she was maybe 29 or 30 oh wow yeah so not not too yeah young, but... she's become like such a strong strong golfer so now like we can go on golf trips together oh, wow, like, yeah. when you've someone in your family who plays and somebody who's also like my sister is my best friend and like we just have such a laugh on the golf course <laughs> again so yeah you've just sort of sparked that that in me there just yeah i mean family. like i think it's great for fam. like if your family members play i mean my family yeah so we they were kind of involved but it was mainly me and my dad were the guys that played but you know say my sister or whatever would go to the golf club and hang out and then and like her daughter now plays so they she takes her to lessons so they were involved in the kind of I guess the social side and then with my kids um I mean like they had I got them golf clubs you know when they were tiny and they never really they just never really liked golf for some reason like they do they like other sports so but you know obviously it's always there if they want to come and have a go and I actually yeah. just help, like if, if someone else says, oh, you know, my kids start and I'll say, oh, I'll come and help them or watch them or you know, play with them. <laughs> just because yeah. it's good to see people getting into golf really, isn't it? It is, it is. And it's just, it just, and I suppose it's about making it, just making it fun and having a bit of mm. crack. And like, like when I play with my sister, we always like either, we might have a little match or we might do something. But for one time it was St. Patrick's Day. I'll actually tell you the story. I don't know, did she get in trouble for this, but so she lives in Geneva in Switzerland oh, wow. and so yeah it's, it's love she's been living there gosh like nearly 10 years I think and so I, I travel over there regularly and she plays golf just like on the border in a place called Bossy in France yeah they live quite near the border and I remember she probably god no she's been good at golf since she since she started playing like since day one but um in terms of like just having a bit of a laugh so it was St. Patrick's Day and it was a very hot day on the, the, the 17th of March or I hope we got St. Patrick's Day right. And um, we were playing golf in Bossy and what we did was we got like all these Irish flags and we 
we drove around in a golf cart and on every tee box we started putting down like these mini Irish flags and like we like covered the whole golf course. <laughs> I don't actually know whatever happened after it, but we got so much joy like putting down the Irish flags all over the course to 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 just showcase it with St. Patrick's Day. That's brilliant, man. Uh yeah, well, yeah. why not? I, I think to be honest, they do celebrate St. Patrick's Day the world over, really, don't they? Yeah, the yeah we just wanted to remind everyone but like and we were like in the golf buggy like playing like really irish songs very loud i don't know <laughs> should we have been doing that but it was like it was a bit of crack is it do you like do, do you have any of that sort of sibling rivalry you know when you play golf like you want to beat each other or is it more like you're helping each other because some some siblings are quite quite there's a bit of rivalry there isn't there bit? um that's a good question i don't think there's any rivalry there but neither of us want to lose we will help each other though we're not competitive but, but we're totally not losing ever yeah like yeah <laughs> no it's true like she would yeah she's very consistent you know and whereas me like yes I can bet I can hit a drive quite far but if I don't hit it right Jack it's out of bounds <laughs> you know and like Yikes. we're the both of us like we're so aggressive with, with our putting and like with our shots and like I don't know why I'm going for a par five and two over water when I have a 210 yard carry. Like, I don't know why I do it, but I do it every time and I end up in the water. So, and she'll do the same. So yeah, I don't know. We definitely, there's, there's no rivalry, but, and we support each other, but yeah, I know neither of us want to lose. That sounds like really good fun. Like, have you, have you had a chance, like, have you ever played with any really good players or any like well-known pros or anything like that? Um, no, not really well-known pros. I've played with a lot of good players over my time. Yep. Like, I've played, gosh, with some exceptional players. Like, one of my cousins, oh, my gosh, he's amazing. He could be on tour. But, um, yeah, no, I've, look, over the years I have, and especially now that I've picked up the sticks again, yep. you know, in the last nine months, I'm getting to play with some really good players, and it's really helping improve my game just by watching them. Oh, totally, yeah. Learning. If you play with better players, you kind of moves you up to their level, and yeah, they sort of bring you up to their level, don't you, really? Yeah, it's so true because what I find is that where I struggle, and I'm going to just see how I get on today when I play. Yeah. I don't know if you feel like this, but I'll shoot like I could shoot level par one over, two over on the front nine, and then I absolutely bottle it on the back nine. And so, like, the golf psychology part of yeah, it, yeah, that's and, like, a big massive, isn't it? Oh my gosh, like, I get into my head the whole time, and I'm like, okay, so I'm one over, unreal. Let's shoot one over in the back nine, and then I'll be two over. But it's like, no, email just. <laughs> play every shot like you did yeah. in the front nine so playing with better players helps you get to that but I think that I'm 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 reading a Bob Rotella book called make your next shot your best shot oh, oh um, yeah no I, I really like Bob Rotella I, yeah, I haven't read that one I read read some of the others you know like golf is not game perfect and stuff like that yeah yeah that's a very no he's definitely well. he's a legend <laughs> he is and now putting it into practice is, is another thing so I think I need to read the books maybe 10 times I think he helped Matt. Didn't he talk to Matt? I think he might talk helped Roy McIlroy, or at least definitely helped some of those really big name players, like guys wear majors and stuff, isn't it? And yeah. wow, I'll have to read. I'll have to read that one. So um, yeah, no, that will yeah. help definitely. Do yeah, definitely because it's just about like if you hit a bad shot, moving on and just focus on this next shot is moving going on, to be my yeah. best, and not thinking too far ahead about okay, well if I hit this on the green and I have a ten foot putt. I might make the birdie or at least I have a two foot putt for par and no, just focus on the next shot. So like you said, you're off a six handicap, but you've only really been back playing like a year or two. 
were, were you at six I handicap back when you were younger or were you literally just no, bang straight back into it? Oh, okay. So you've actually improved a lot recently as well. I did. And this is the thing. The world handicap system, it's given me that, but <laughs> like I have to consistently play to that now as well. Yep. And I'm not playing much. Yes, I've shot some pretty good scores recently, but I think that will I I hope I remain at that and I need a lesson or two as well but yeah it's um I, I just dropped six shots this year by playing maybe I don't know well it is no I'm so lucky but it's funny Jack I think the older like I play golf way differently now and I'm way stronger so my driver is probably my best club yep. in the bag and I know golf really like you should be focusing on 100 yards in but as a woman and when you're playing off the women's tees you do have I'll, I'll be honest somebody like me has an advantage it's a massive advantage no i know the guys yeah. say that they say oh, I can hit the ladies far, like <laughs> yeah like i can hit a drive 250 like 260 oh wow, so, that's quite long yeah yeah so like okay I, I need a bit of run i might need 20 yards of run <laughs> but like but like recently as well like i had a 10.5 driver and what i found was I was hitting it so high and then the ball was just stopping. Yeah, so, so it's, yeah, too, yeah, too high, too much spin. So I've actually just switched to a nine degree um, oh, wow. Callaway Epic. I, I have the 10.5 and today is going to be my first day playing with it. So I'm really excited to see oh, like yeah. the difference. In the run. <laughs> um, but so yeah, look, that handicap is my handicap and you know, I can, I can shoot a really good front nine and then it's just about holding it together in the back nine. That could be end up being five over six over, you know, shoot plus six. Yeah. It's just kind of like putting your in that, in that situation again, you comfortable mm -hmm. on that, isn't it? And finishing yeah, it off, yeah, I guess. But, yeah. But it's definitely as, as a female, when you're playing off the reds and you can drive the ball very far, you're hitting a pitch and wedge in, you know, you're hitting a nine iron in you're getting on the par fives in two. So like, I'm not, so, I, gosh, I'm not discrediting Is it almost that. a bit like, do you, like the, if you're playing with ladies, your partners, are they, are they kind of almost a bit, um, you know, surprised that like how far you're driving the ball and stuff. And to be honest. And, yeah, I think, but it's like women, gosh, women are amazing to play with. And it's just showing them that I'm no bigger or no stronger. Yeah. You're no than different. Anyone. Yeah. But I was so lucky. My coach Noel Cassidy built my swing when I was so young. That's made that, a help, that obviously helps a lot, isn't it? Having the fundamentals like, at a young age. Three times, yeah, I'm three times stronger, and I have the same swing yeah. as I had when I was 14 years old. So, what when you say stronger, like is that from this all this sort of gym work and rehab and and training for other sports and? Oh yeah, I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym four or five days a week, like, and I lift weights and yep. I do like a lot of mobility. Um. But yeah, I'm all like the gym, the gym for me mentally and physically, maybe even more mentally is, 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 is everything to me. So like, yeah. I want to get, you know, even if I just need a break from work or I just need a break from anything, I just go to the gym yeah. and like over time, even if you don't feel like you're doing a good workout, all of that is compounding. And all of a sudden you look at your stats, you're lifting mm. way heavier, you're benching way more. And then it just, you bring it onto the golf course and all of a sudden you've gained five, 10 yards. You know, mobility is a big thing as well. Like working at an office desk, um, working an office job, like I have to do so much mobility for my hips, for my back. So yeah, it's not I good sitting down all the time, is it? Yeah, so I can get the full turn in <laughs> yeah. my swing. So I notice, like I record like a lot of my swings and I will notice if I don't complete my full back swing, it's because my back was tight, my hips were yeah. tight. And then I just know for the next time. So when I go out and play today, I'm going to do half an hour of mobility, maybe 20 yeah, minutes totally, yeah. of 
my, my shoulders and my back so that I can hit bombs. So, so hip bombs. <laughs> love it so I mean like as you're kind of um you know on this great golfing journey and you're getting better and you you've said as well you're going to play more and you're like so you basically launched a YouTube channel or maybe you've had that a while of you but you're going to do more stuff on YouTube and yeah so I actually set up the channel last year when I was like mid knee injury because yeah. I started doing trick shots and I like I learned a couple of quite cool trick shots one of them though was like where I threw a club over my head and like <laughs> <laughs> the pain that I went through learning that trick that that actually that sort of kicked things off for me that shot mm. because I posted it on TikTok and it got like quite a lot of views and then people like oh my god do more tricks yeah, so how I do you do that yeah yeah um but like that that shot I actually have um I don't know if you've seen it I can I can I can send it to you but it's where I throw the club like you take a backswing I saw one where you, you throw the club over and catch yeah, it yeah and then you catch it yeah and then you catch it and hit it. but like I had to try that like 200 times in the range and my little stepsister actually just recorded like every shot for me but when I was learning how to do that the week before I like lost two fingernails in full because the club like ripped the fingernails off oh, me wow. and I didn't catch it so I, <laughs> under the glove under the glove mm -hmm. I was in extreme agony and I was so scared of it but the shot was worth it because it sort of kicked off what I then want to do people like do more tricks maybe play a hole or do this or do that so, yeah do more so stuff. now yeah so now I'm going to do like on course vlogs more hole yeah. shots and then when I get back to Ireland it's just more convenient to go to the driving range in Ireland than it is in central London um yeah, I'm going definitely. to be doing more trick shots oh I'm more trick shots oh wow cool yeah definitely more trick shots like I love the trick shots like that's yeah well how so, do you learn um, them though I, like I who how do you learn those trick shots and then like um, how do you I come up with them other <laughs> tricks so i look at like i look at good good those guys I oh yeah yeah, yeah like, like grant does some amazing trick shots um there's another guy called josh kelly i look yeah. at his stuff as well and there's no like how to you, you just, just have to keep watching yeah and like tanya tear she's another one yeah. who does she did this amazing trick shot last year where she had two clubs and like she threw one club up and flicked it and uh, I'm going to get that trick. I'm going to learn that trick over Christmas. I have it like, I have it in my head that I really want to learn that, but it's just about having the time, six or seven hours at the range to, to map it out. But in terms of learning, you literally just watch the videos. You just have to watch. And then like there's some trick shots I do myself, you know, just throw yep. the ball up, hit it like a hurley Baseball, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guess also then, I guess you'd be good at that, right? Because um you might have done that in one of the sports before do you is that yeah you have the hand-eye coordination from hockey and yeah. from like hurling which is this which is this irish yeah. sport it's called camogie as well um so really then you just apply that to the golf you know to throwing up a golf ball and hitting it now you, obviously you've got it's a way smaller target yep. that you're trying to you're trying to hit and i wouldn't recommend anybody trying it at a range <laughs> at home but um yeah, when you have the hand-eye coordination, it just makes it a bit easier. So obviously, Ireland has, has produced lots of like major winners recently, and then also players like say um, Leona Maguire. She had that phenomenal uh, Solheim Cup recently, didn't she? Where she she pretty much won all the points, and she and then the Europe won, which was which was awesome. Yeah. Like, what makes yeah. um why is it is it this Irish sports or is it just um what do you think makes like Ireland so great for you know producing so many great golfers and other sports people and I think that it goes back to local communities yeah. um when you're in school or when you're growing up there's no matter what town or what city you're from in Ireland there's such a sense of community 
everywhere you grow up and it doesn't matter mm. if whatever sport you play it could be snooker it could be football soccer it could be golf everybody just gets behind you and parents are so supportive as well 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 I'm lucky enough that you know any parent I know yep. like they've been so supportive and I think Leona is such a success story because of one like I remember when I was playing junior golf mm. like I played in a group with her in a competition oh, wow. when we were like 13 years old and I remember being like oh my god mom this girl is like the best mother <laughs> I've ever seen and she was, she was probably 10 at the time yeah but maybe actually sorry maybe I was 15 and they were 13 Leona and Lisa I can't remember don't know what the age gap is but I think that the support that Ireland gives it's like Shane Lowry you know mm. it's, it's like Rory everybody just gets behind you and but this is like any any sports person who's thriving even like you had the Irish rowers the two the two brothers from Cork at the Olympics they got silver in the Olympics the whole country <laughs> the whole country's behind them. that's the thing because Ireland is a small country so if somebody is doing something and achieving something or yeah. making a difference or flying the flag for the country I mean the whole country <laughs> will get behind you that's I think that's what it is and it motivates them more and yeah, that's the great thing about Ireland. Like people really do back you because it's a small country. You know, it's only a few million people. Yeah, I mean, oh, there's been so many great golfers, uh, you know, like Harrington, Patrick Harrington, and yeah, obviously Mark yeah. Down Clarks and all that. Um, heaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So, like, what? I mean, if you could pick, say, a, a four ball, this is a classic question. Like, who would you want to play with? Who would who would you pick to be in your four ball? If you could pick anyone. That's a really good question. Okay, Shane Lowry. Yeah, for sure. I would pick Nelly Corda. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she's a great player, isn't she? Yeah. Very and good. then if I could, if if I could go back yeah. before he passed, I'd pick Payne Stewart. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a really yeah. good one. He's a great yeah, player. Yeah, and, and that's, look, that's, that's off the cuff. But yeah, I think Payne Stewart would be one that I he I would have loved to have played with him and just seeing how he carried himself and yeah he's so stylish long and yeah yeah he'd be they they'd be that would be my four ball yeah no I'd love to play with Payne Stewart as well um yeah he's a great player and Shane yeah Shane's uh brilliant wasn't it oh, Shane's such stop. a nice guy as well isn't he such a nice guy like like I don't know him but but yeah I just I think that you'd have such a laugh with him and yeah, I think I think he would be awesome. Yeah, he just comes across as like quite a down to earth sort of guy, doesn't he? Like you know, just, yeah, I think that's I why think he's like done so well. Football. Oh my god, that would be such a laugh. So also, um, normally I ask everyone like, have you got a, like, what's your funniest golf story or a crazy golf story? How like have you? A lot most people have have one. I do. Hopefully, do you have, have one? I have <laughs> one, and it's really interesting because this sort of came up on the Rick Shields golf podcast last week it's a very similar story and there's maybe like five of us involved in this so (laughs) I'm not going to name that's all good you don't have to name names so so we were playing schools golf yeah um gosh I'm gonna end up revealing this so we were playing schools golf we were playing like this all-Ireland competition and we were in the finals and it was our school team it was me and three three of my really close friends who I played golf with like in school on a team and our coach was there and maybe one teacher and there was like there was four teams so it was the semi-finals and then the finals and it was just match play and we were playing up we were playing golf in Dublin and we were playing in a practice round and there's this I think it's the first hole in this specific okay I'll name the, I'll name the golf course Nace Golf Club yeah so 
God, if this, I really hope the girl who this happened to isn't listening. They won't be listening. Um, <laughs> so we were playing a practice round in Nace Golf Club. And I believe that the, the first hole is a par five. Could be the second, could be the first. Now it's over a ridge. So you yep. take your drive and then your second shot is blind. And so we were on the green and or we were walking down towards the green and the team behind us took their second shot and the ball sort of rolled down by our feet. And then me and the girls were like, this is a par five. Let's put the ball in the hole. So we ran, we picked up our ball from maybe like 70 yards out. Maybe one of the girls threw it to me and then I was on the green ready. And so I put the ball in the hole and then we like started screaming and like, yeah, oh my God. And so like oh, their team, like their team and their teachers and the parents that were with them, like all ran to the top of the hill and we were all on the green, like you got an albatross. And so anyway, it ended up turning into like this massive thing where like the girl like got a big award for the albatross and like, like, cause it was like one in a million like shot, but, <laughs> but then like it really, like it really escalated because like, we we kind of then realized oh my god guys we've done something really bad here and now we have to live with the secret we've lived with the secret for the rest of our lives and and yeah exactly but <laughs> it ended up that like so we carried on we congratulated the girl but only us knew knew the secret and um we actually ended up winning the whole competition out of ireland which was which was awesome and i remember at the prize giving I was the team captain, I think, or maybe it was someone else. I can't remember, but we were all standing up there and they gave us our prizes. And then they called up this girl for her prize that she had gotten an albatross <laughs> on the practice round. And like me and all my friends were there. Like we were all like applauding her and oh my God. And so to this day, wow. she probably believes she had an albatross in Nace and she didn't. She did and not. So when, when this came out, Rick Shields, did a podcast last week and he talked about like somebody put a hole i think it was a hole in one these guys put like a oh, hole in the hole for the a similar story but a different one then it yeah, wasn't like that story thought it was a, yeah but they thought it was a friend behind them yeah and then when the guy came over the ridge it was like a man and so then like they were like oh my god so they had to just <laughs> pretend that he had the hole in one and so so i look i would never do it again i was like 15 years old and very immature and but yeah, so we've lived with that. So me and the girls, if I ever meet them, we often talk about it. We're like, oh my like God. Like a secret, big secret. Yeah, the poor girl in the albatross. Oh, so that's probably my fun, my funniest story, I would say. Wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> I know. And like, oh, it just, it all came back to me when that podcast came out last week. And I was like, oh, oh and then God. reminded you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was That's, like, I've done this. <laughs> it's like I know what you did last summer or something, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. But look, it, it, we have great memories from that time. And like, I wouldn't change anything for the world apart from putting the ball in the hole, maybe put it <laughs> beside the hole, let her tap in for eagle, but letting her think she had an albatross. But anyway, it's done. And my confession is out there. And, you, and you won the tournament. You won the whole we thing. We won. We won. Yeah, we won the schools tournament. It was amazing. God, yeah, we had, we had such a good time. Yeah, no, I'm conscious. I know you're going off to play golf soon, aren't you? So I sure am. I'm going you're... off to play in Farley in East London. Oh, Farley in East London. So, like, can you, yeah. can you just tell me a bit about that? Like, what um is this some is this this friend that you met through you know the golf scene and stuff in London or yeah. you know and 
Yeah, I'm, I'm playing with my friend Jasmine. I call her my golf best friend. Um, so we've 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 done so much together. Like in the in in the last couple of months, like had so many fun rounds, been to events, and uh, so today we're going to go play Farley and maybe make a bit of content as well. Have a bit yep. of practice. Oh, nice. Memory there. I actually I haven't played there, yep. but um, yeah, I'm doing um, I'm going to launch a series as well of like going around different golf courses, like and playing with different players. So yep. I've got some really cool guests actually coming onto my YouTube channel in the oh, next wow. couple of weeks. So. So, so keep is that a it. big surprise yeah so keep keep watching then. I, is it I like wouldn't surprise? say it's a big surprise I think like hopefully it becomes a big surprise over time but yeah I'm so I'm so excited about this and I think that golf has really changed my life and yep. yeah so I'm 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 ready to to really give it a focus and hopefully inspire other women in particular and and anyone just to pick up the sticks and show that you can have such a laugh you don't have to be Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy. You can just play with your friends and have a good time and get yeah, out totally. in, the, in the fresh air. No, that's amazing. I think that's that's a brilliant thing that you're doing. Uh, like you say, just getting people involved in golf. You don't have to be a certain level. There's a lot more to it than that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not, not yeah. just um, like the, those best players in the world, which are great to watch. But like, I mean, let's let's be honest. They're you know they they're just very good. <laughs> You don't they're have to be one, as good as that. They're one in, they're one in a, um, a hundred million. Billions, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, one in 50 million maybe. But yeah, but no, look, I, re I really appreciate you having me on and I absolutely love what you're doing as well. And like the variety of guests that you have on this podcast is awesome. And, you know, anytime I listen, I learn something. So so thanks a million for having me on. Thanks a million. No, well, thank you for coming on. And like, I'll be watching your channel and really excited to see these guests and how your journey goes and hopefully, you know, catch up again at some point. Definitely, definitely. If I'm down your way, I'll be knocking on your door for a round. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, have a great game of golf as well. Thanks, Jack. Thank you.